Shrimp on the barbie. Shrimp, 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 shrimp on the barbie. Do you respect that? That's corruption. I could make a fake snake. Do you not pee in the pool? Do you, 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 you not pee on the barbie? All of myself is clean. Broadcasting from Ryan's hospital bed, welcome to the Hardmark Podcast, a show where I, Eric Donaldson, wrestling fan of over 30 years, introduce one match per episode to my co-host who has never watched wrestling. We talk about the backstory, we watch the match, and then we rank that match on our ever-growing list. The purpose of this show is twofold. First, to see what happens when someone who's never watched wrestling is introduced to its most notable matches, and secondly, as a window into the mind of the man of 54,097 compliments, the soul skater, the Mater Dia Matt drama, the Tampa Bay topsider, the living painting, the talent, the gentleman that claims that meatballs and tortillas don't give him the diarrheas, his ass is full of sass, and his heels are made of glass, formerly flying, but now he's just rolling on the ground, <laughs> Ryan Murphy. Ryan, how are you doing today for episode 50? I'm doing all right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that that's true, but I yeah. appreciate your your positive outlook on things. But you said episode fifty. This is a kind of big episode, you know. It's a big episode, and it's we haven't a big epi- yeah done a lot to like you know like you know build up a lot of anticipation. No. But I think this is going to be a monumental episode uh, in the in the landmark history of our of our show. And here I am, just rolling around. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, we we shouldn't bury the lead, Ryan. You there was actually a, a little concern on my part that you may not be here for episode fifty. I I was starting to actively look for backup co-hosts for an episode or two. We're not to that point just yet. Hopefully, it doesn't come to that anytime in the near future. We'll see. But uh, you you recently had uh, an accident. Yeah, I mean, I. <laughs> I like to call it an accident. I don't know why. I just, I, you know. <laughs> you, had a, you had an ouchie. You had a boo-boo. I did. I hurt myself. So just to, let me give you my perspective. I'll tell the Markomaniacs kind of like my knowledge of this leading up to it. And then you can kind of fill in the gaps of which there are many. And these are very large, uh, <laughs> gigantic gaps to be filled. But uh, I knew that you had people visiting. You had friends, local friends from, you know, non-pond owning people from the greater Snohomish area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whether or not they own printers undetermined <laughs> at this point in time, but you had people visiting, visiting you down in Las Vegas. And, uh, I remember I, because I'm concerned for you, Ryan, I know that sometimes you hang out with a rough element, a rough crowd. And so while during this weekend, I just had my spidey sense was tingling. And I messaged you, Ryan, and I and I said, please confirm that you are not dead. And so that was on Saturday at 6 p.m., uh, just the other weekend. And the next day, which is not uncommon for you to take a day to respond. I've more or less come to terms with, like, <laughs> it's a 24-hour turnaround for Ryan. So I was not concerned by the lack of response that night. However, on Sunday, so the very next day at 8 p.m., I received a message back from you saying, dude... I fractured both of my heels. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that, uh, that sums it up. Like <laughs> within that time gap, there was a there's an injury sustained. Yeah, no, I I, and I I didn't even see her. I mean, I I wasn't highly concerned with like people. You know, hitting me up for other things at the pause in the hospital, like <laughs> so I missed right. it. And then, and then when I came back, I was like going through, and then I saw your saw your message. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> should be a good like good story. <laughs> when did okay? Let's I guess let's just go chronologically. So when when did it happen? So it happened like Sunday morning, like so Saturday night into Sunday morning. Um, uh, I, I, okay, just to clarify. So, and when you're saying Sunday morning, so you were like up all night and this happened Sunday morning or? So we, we had been up for a while. Like, I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I felt fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, exactly. Were, <laughs> but yeah, so this was, yeah, we were up Saturday, like, and then, um, we had just got out to like go to a convenience store down the street on Sunday. So, but it was Sunday. It was probably like. Like midnight, one, one a.m., two a.m., like somewhere around that time, Sunday. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, so this is like nighttime then. Yeah, yeah, it's like nighttime. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Because okay. I, I was worried it was just like seven a.m. and you were, you know, bounding off of tall rooftops. No, no, it was like night. Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. This yeah. checks out with everything that I thought was going to happen. Okay. I'm telling people that, like, you know, I don't want to know that it would happen in the morning. We were getting breakfast, and I just like, you know, like. <laughs> You just finished your moons over my hammy, and you decided to do some some <laughs> yeah, light parkour. Yeah, exactly. For a good night of rest, I uh, uh-huh. had breakfast. You um, have been no. watching a lot of The Office on my on my sister's Peacock account recently, so I yes. assumed you watched the parkour episode and you were inspired. Oh, I've, I mean, yeah, I've seen it hundreds of times. Well, maybe you should watch it a few less times from now on. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, that wasn't really the... <laughs> so, to... <laughs> Here's what here's what kind of happened initially is that we yeah. we went through and at the time like so it was me and two buddies and we were out and we were just going again to this convenience store. I don't know if we're getting more beer or like like I think we we're just gonna go get more beer. Okay. Um and there's this gate and you know how you have like the kind of the pillars in between every like six inches that run across through the gate, right? Like I think so. Yeah, sure. It's just like this metal, like little. So they run. Well, they had taken one out, and this, like, we were in the wrong part of the hotel. Where, like, we if we were going to go back, we would have to go all the way around and back out to the strip. But there's this okay. gate there, and it had one pillar like taken out. <laughs> Which hotel are we talking about? Uh, the Hilton on the Strip. Okay, I've never been it's to right that next one. to like Circus Circus. Um, okay, right next gotcha. to the. Uh, the nicest hotel in Vegas, Circus the Circus. The Strat, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, it's actually a nice hotel. I don't want to show them, but like... I'm sure the Hilton yeah. was... Fu- yeah, no, Circus yeah. Circus is shitty, but yeah, I'm sure oh, the yeah, Hilton's yeah. fine. Yeah, the Hilton was, you know, surprised. Anyway, anyway. So we go there, and, you know, my buddy, like, pops right through it, and I'm like, cool. And, I, and, I, and I'm going through, and I just kind of, like, hop out. Go, I'm, like, backwards off of it. I think, I'm thinking for some reason this is, like, a one or two foot drop, like... Like a very quick right. Because you saw your buddy do it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I even had seen someone do it. But like you couldn't tell what the drop was from like the view that I had. You couldn't uh-huh. you couldn't see it. It just looked like it was you know, short, it was like no big deal, blah blah. blah. I, I do this all right, the time. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm ripped to death. Clearly I can pull it's, this I, off. Like, yeah, no, I'm highly athletic. Um, right. My ankles are strong from all the rollerblading that I've done. 
they should have been. Um, <laughs> but what happened is I jumped off like just backwards from this, thinking that it was like one to two feet, and it, I think it was probably five to six feet. Okay. Um, so I I just kept like I I just remember like kind of like I just I kept going like when I expect to land, I was not landing yet. Like right, I was like right. oh sh-, like oh shit like. I'm going to be way off balance here. Uh, uh-huh. And then I did, I landed and like, I, I landed on both my heels <laughs> instead of landing like on my foot. So both like, like not like my foot at all. Like, like my full body weight went on both my heels. Like, right. So it was less about the, the distance of the fall potential. I mean, I'm sure that didn't help, but it was less about that and more just, you were totally unprepared to land yeah. at that. Distance. If I had if I had known like if I well in fairness I just looked <laughs> like, if I had just done my own research on this jump like I would have been totally fine but for so, I just I, I I thought it was no big deal and my one of my other friends had like also seen like going down there's also like this tunnel that you could take so it just weirdly right before I like shattered my heels I was like listening to him talk about oh there's this whole tunnel you can like I just remember that like <laughs> and like Josh you, you're like you idiot come on like you gotta hop off here like you know and yes that I, so yeah I, so it was totally about me just being off balance like that was the mm-hmm. it wasn't about the I, if I had known I would have you know either like kind of scalpel down it or like you know <laughs> sure uh, like, did did you know immediately that you were you were hurt. Yeah, like it hurt really bad. I tried to, so I was like, okay, this really hurts, but like maybe, maybe I'm just being like, you know, like a little dramatic. I can get. I tried like stepping on him, and I just like once I tried stepping on him again, I knew immediately I couldn't walk. Oh, um, like for sure, I was like, okay, like I and I've broken bones before, so like I like I I know like and I have a pretty high pain tolerance too. Like even at the time, like it hurt, but like. I was like, okay, it's fine. Like, I just will go to the hospital. Like, I just knew I couldn't walk. I probably broke it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, uh, <laughs> couldn't get up on it. So I just laid there, and, like, all these people are walking back and forth on the strip, and, like, no one's doing anything. Like, no one gives a shit. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, at all. And then, um, it's like, my buddies, they're, we're trying to figure it out. Like, we're not going to, like, we don't want to call an ambulance because that costs a lot of money. So we just called an Uber. Um, <laughs> sure. Yes. The, the, the ambulance of the, of the working class. Oh God. Yeah. No. I, and like, that, <laughs> even seeing one, like uh, even the Uber driver wasn't phased by it at all. He's like, Oh yeah, this, this happens. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. He um, gave you a low score on account of all your moaning and pain. But besides that, no, it was, it was, it was a really, it was a really nice trip. We like, before we got in there, we smoked a cigarette, like, you know, like <laughs> on the, on the, on the strip, um, just kind of chill. And then, like, my, one of my buddies, like, took my shoes off. He's, like, checking out my ankle. He's, like, okay, like, cause he's, like, a skater. He's, like, you know, oh, broken okay. bow. He's, like, okay, this is, like, not great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or, you know, so. Yeah. But anyway, like, like we so we're getting into the, like, this, like, I don't know if she, she was homeless or, like, a crackhead or, like, a stripper or, like, a really, a, like, not, like, a stripper, like, a nice stripper, like a, like, a crackhead stripper. Like, she, like, comes up and she's, like. <laughs> I can hear you describe people all day. Crackhead stripper. Got it. It wasn't like, she wasn't like, okay, she was just weird. She was like a weird person. Like, you, you know. And she, she, like, had, she had had a hard life. There was uh, probably a history of drug use. I understand. Totally. And that's the thing, you know, right. So we, we acknowledge that. But she's right, like. exactly. A lot of societal problems, not necessarily her fault. <laughs> she's like trying to get a ride in my Uber as I'm like being lifted <laughs> into, into 
the car, like, they're both lifting me, like, trying to get me in and, like, trying to get in the car themselves to go to the ER. And, like, she's like, hey, like, I'm going to Henderson. Like, oh. And Henderson is so far fucking south of, like, where we're going. <laughs> and she just thought it was totally cool to ask for a ride. Like, you yeah. know, like. <laughs> so you said yes, and then you made a new friend. God damn it. <laughs> like, so you didn't ridiculous. let the, that poor woman in your Uber? You could have just, like, ride-shared it. Get the fuck out of here. Like, get the fuck out of my <laughs> face. Like, I was, I was not, like, oh, it was, you know, anyway. So, like, we got it. And we got it. It was kind of fun. Like, my, I think I was still in shock at the point. Like, we had, we had like, the, the Uber driver was just kind of fucking, like, joking around. Like, you know, like, but he was, he was taken right to the ER. Like, This um, is the most jovial story of someone breaking both heels that I've ever heard. You know, like at the time, like it was kind of, it was kind of relaxed. Uh, I didn't really, it didn't really sink in like what the consequences were going to be until I got to the (laughs) ER. Right, exactly. Okay. So got in to like (laughs) the ER. And so like both, they they both went in, like both my buddies and they're like, can we get help? <laughs> you can't like right. can't walk. Uh, trying to get like a wheelchair and like the Uber driver. I'm out there. He's like, dude, I I just got called for another ride. And like I felt bad for some reason. I was like, I'll just like scoot out of the car. Like, <laughs> so I just get out of the car. And then and then I go into the ER and and they like you know wheel me right in. Uh, everyone else is waiting. You know, it's nice. You never know <laughs> when you're gonna get there. Like, right. Yeah, that was kind of like that was kind of it. Like for <laughs> for for that portion of it and. um I, you know, the, I, the ER sucked. Like, it was fucking totally awful. I waited forever. I was, like, you know, like, one Vicodin <laughs> and, like, a little bit of water. Mm-hmm. It just, I, I don't know. It was just, a, the, the ER is such a ridiculous place to be. Um, I heard, like, maybe someone get diagnosed with cancer while I was sitting there, like, just yeah. listening. Like, just, like, all this, like, stuff going on, like... It just, I hate that place. I hate the ER. I never want to go back there. The doctor was kind of a dick. Like, it's like, you know. Anyway. Did you tell the doctor what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I thought, I thought it was a fair story. Like, I thought, like, I mean, even, <laughs> even like, looking back, like, I, I honestly, like, I this could have happened sober, like, to me. Like, I could have. I wasn't even that drunk. Like, it, it, I was about to go to bed. Like, I wasn't. We had been up, like, late even the night before. So, like, I wasn't, like. So, like, drunk, I was like, oh, like, let me just hop off this thing and see, like, I, I was, it was, I wouldn't say it was calculated, but, like, it, <laughs> like, it was something that I feel like I could have, like, oh, like, I just watched him, I'm gonna take a, I'm just gonna hop off, and, like, it could have happened. Um, I just misjudged it. I thought it was a foot or two, it was, it was deeper than that, I missed, and, you know, that's, I, you know, like, I'm lucky that I didn't, like, crack my head open on the concrete, or, like, uh, you Ooh, know, like, sure. Other things, you know, like I, all in all, like for what happened, it sucks. It's really bad. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's been a, but like, you know, I and break my neck and be becoming a wheelchair. I, I didn't dive into a pool. Like I felt like for some reason I felt highly like optimistic about what I, I just like, okay, I'm lucky that it wasn't any worse and I'll just have to deal with the consequences for the next like six to eight weeks. It sucks, but like at least I can work from home, like right. blah, blah, you know, like, you know, it could have been worse. But yeah, that's so, happened. <laughs> so the recuperation time, so you said six to eight weeks. That's kind of the expected turnaround for you to be the picture of health again. Well, no, I mean, so like they're saying like six, so like six weeks I can put weight on it again. So probably oh, okay. like, maybe like crutches, which would be a hundred percent improvement over what I'm you know doing now. Right. Like maybe one foot's better than the other, so I can kind of put a little more weight on that or like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so once I get back from Chicago, which is a very 
they originally told me like 10 weeks, like to 12, which I don't, maybe still is like in the books. I don't know. Like, right. Um, but the, the, the surgeon that I'm seeing, he's like, you know, I, I did all the CT scans. He's like, yeah, you don't need surgery right now. It's not worth the risk. Like, um, and mm. we would like to see you kind of get back up around six weeks. And I can already, like, I can't feel them. They're getting better by the day. Like I can, I can move them. I can, you know, do stuff. So, um, yeah, six weeks is about the timeline, I guess, for when I can start putting weight. And then, you know, I don't know what it looks like from there. Okay. So, and by, so basically what that means is Markomaniac. So I gave Ryan a little reprieve from recording for a bit. So we are, um, closer. We're not, we're still not the exact kind of timeline matched up. That sort of thing is when you're hearing this. But at the time that the listeners are hearing this, you may be on crutches at that point in time. We're talking around April 20. Is that, it's that faux 20 going on right now. So you might be on crutches by then. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, hopefully I, that'd be great. Yeah. I, that's the goal. That, I'll I, post on social media. If, if, if Ryan's up on crutches back then, I'll, I'll let everyone know, Hey, our boy, he's made it. He's, he's on the mend. He's healing up. That would be, yes. I found my crutches. I'm a very happy guy at that point. Um, you can walk walk your ass on crutches down to the dispensary near Molly's Gaming and Spirits. What a what a time that would be! And actually, I, I think this got kind of um, I don't even know if we actually addressed it. So because of Ryan's injury right now, he is wearing a boot on each foot, and he is basically wheelchair bound at the moment. So yeah, I I am, and then but like the boots are coming off. The boots are off like all night, and then like sometimes during the day. Um, okay. Not firmly on, but I feel a lot more comfortable with the boots on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I can't like hurt myself as bad. <laughs> sure, yeah, I understand that. So yeah, but then I'm also in a wheelchair, which has been like I mean, I don't have a lot of places to go with this, so I can't do but like it's been interesting to be in a wheelchair, like <laughs> Has there been any any benefit of being in a wheelchair so far? I do like rolling around in it. <laughs> like I much, definitely much like, better yeah. than walking around like a sucker. It is. Like it's nice to just like I'm at work and like yeah, if I get bored and I need a second, I just kind of roll back and forth for, like, a few minutes. <laughs> and uh, then have roll back to my desk or roll back to here, <laughs> you know, so. I do have two wheelchair-based comments to make. Uh, yeah. I think it's important to mention. So, a few episodes, there's a, a, quite a few episodes ago at this point, I told you about my creatine experience. And you made the, the comment to me that if I am in the hospital during the Steinholding contest or, you know, at any point, you know, in that, in that time frame, you just give me the win. I want to make sure it's very clear. I never said that about you. So whatever, <laughs> you know, you're trying to do to yourself to try and guarantee yourself a win. I never said that. My arms are getting stronger. Uh, as I, as I've had no use of my legs, my other like extremities have, have become stronger. Uh, that was so. going to be my second point is yeah. I'm a little concerned about the fact that you're just wheeling yourself around in this wheelchair. That's going to, that's going to bolster up the shoulder strength. I feel like it's, it's, and there's a lot to be worried about Eric, for you. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so as he says with a half drink, open bottle of wine <laughs> on his end table, <laughs> sitting in a like wheelchair. I could hold that up forever. Like, all right. <laughs> They make stoppers for wine, Ryan. You don't have to just leave it open to the elements. Well, no, I have a cork. Okay, I mean, there's that too. I mean, if you're going to drink at it, then you don't have... Okay, there you go. There's, there's the Why cork. Why do you think I would just leave it open? Well, I mean, because it's been open for the past 40 minutes. Yeah, I just opened it tonight. 
Oh, you think you think I should cork it? Is that? I mean, I don't know. They're, but but they make stoppers. I was going to drink it. Did you know? Actually, this is, <laughs> once I say this little thing, we can go back to all of your monkey shines. But yeah. uh, uh, my wife is a wine drinker. She's always drank wine. I never drank wine at any point in time in my life. Until, and like now she'll act, do you want a sip? And I'm like, eh, not really. Like at all. Like you don't drink it like for like wine occasions. I have drank wine. Uh, like when we went on our honeymoon to like Italy, I had wine. I also had okay. wine when we were in France. Um, but it's not something where like around the house I'll ever drink wine. It's just not something. And I had never ever purchased a bottle of wine until I started dating her. Um, okay. Yeah. But uh, I remember when we were when we first started living together, I found, um, and it turned. I mean, you can guess where the story is going. But I found this little plug thing in the dishwasher and i was like what the fuck is this and i thought for sure it was like a butt plug i thought for sure oh. that's what it was and so and i kept seeing <laughs> it pointing yeah it's kind of pointy don't... like it's okay. point and it just widens out it's it, and, and the yeah, and i yeah. remember the brand the brand was was rabbit well, i was like that kind of sounds like a porny sort of name <laughs> and yeah, so like yeah. i thought for for certain that this was a butt plug and then I kept seeing it over and over and over. I'm like, what the fuck is going on when I'm not at home? And then finally, I just like pick it up out of the dishwasher. I was like, what? what is this? She's like, oh, it's a wine stopper. I was like, oh, that makes a lot more, <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Do you put a butt plug in a dishwasher? Is that how you wash it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, that seems like a good as way of washing a butt plug as any other method. I can just see like the confusion as you like go in, like all the like, and it's happening all the time, constantly. Like, can you? Yeah, like, like every <laughs> couple days, it's like this little pink rabbit butt plug that I kept finding, and it's like, what? I don't. I, I, I I'd like to be at least consulted yeah. as far as right. some of the comings and goings on in this home. Right, you should be. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> so, so hit up the lovers. Find yourself a butt plug slash wine stopper, Ryan. A I think butt plug slash wine stopper. Yeah, exactly. A little bit of coffee. You can you can find one that does both. It's got yeah. dual functionality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but yeah. So corks can be difficult to maneuver back into the into the wine bottle. So uh, no, no, it's not really. If you're stupid, maybe like. Oh well, fucking! This is so up on his high horse. Doesn't know how to jump off a five foot ledge, and all of a sudden he's a goddamn wine expert. I thought it was one to two feet, Eric. All right, if (laughs) if I had known, if I had known it was five to six feet, I wouldn't be in this situation. All right, I'm never gonna let you live this down for the record. But yes, (laughs) all right. It doesn't take a genius to put a wine cart back in the. People act like it does. It's so fucking stupid. Like, all right. (laughs) Is there a technique? Is there a special yeah, there's technique? There's one side that's fat or there's one side that's not. Like, Aren't the, isn't it just the same width the whole way through? Well, no. I guess some of them are have like a, a penis head at the end, but a lot of them are just one size of thickness through the whole way. Oh, he's he's removing the cork, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you didn't show me the cork. You got to show me. The, I didn't see. God, I need to get a good cork shot here. Here's I mean, right off, right off the cork opener. Yeah, oh, what do you? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't. Even, okay, yeah, that that one is. But I've seen some that it's not like that. That's it. That's it. It's right in there. Okay. All right. Now like, I don't. I don't know. People like act like it's a hard thing to do. Like maybe if you get some like authentic like French like I don't know. Like maybe then their course. But like, right. if you just but, drink general American wine, like right, your four dollar wine from Smith's is uh, you know doesn't have that problem. I mean, give me a shot with the best wine. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, give me a I'm, shot. 
I'm not a wine guy either. I'm not a wine guy either. Uh, is there anything that we have missed? Is there anything that I am forgetting about? You did send me some lovely pictures of your your outing. So Greta came to visit you in your in your hour of need. Big, she took- big shout out to Greta. <laughs> big shout out to Greta. She she like she hit me up. Okay, so the first person I hit up when I, this happened was Greta. Like okay, okay, okay. Please tell me. I know you're going with this, but you need to let me know what her reaction was when you well, told her this story. So, like, she again. I think I was in the ER. This is probably three in the morning. I just been sitting there, you know, like fuck. <laughs> I've been there for like an hour or two now. Like, right? I'm getting bored. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so I was like, I, have, I should tell Greta. Like, I've gotten gold on all the Angry Birds games. I haven't even gotten the results back, but I just knew. Like again. I've broken, but I'm an ex, you know, I, I just know. All right? Exactly. So I the was medical like, hey, I probably broke my heels. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, she, she was super nice about it. She's like, oh my God, like what happened? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to try to explain it over text. Um, and, you know, so she, she kind of went through all our things. She's like, ask, you know, these questions, you know, like, and then, and then she's like, do you want me to come out like tomorrow? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, no, like. That that's totally ridiculous and unneeded. Like that, I'll be fine. Uh huh. And then, so it, this is God who goes on to the second part of the story. We don't have to get so into it, but like the next day, like everyone came and picked me back up, uh, and we had one more day at the hotel, one more night. Okay. <laughs> and um, I was like, I just want to go home. Like I'm in a lot of pain. Like I don't really want to kick it. Like. But then we had this whole fiasco. Like, just come back to the hotel. Like, you know, <laughs> it'll be like, you know, you don't have anyone there, like, to help really help you. We can at least, like, help you. And you know, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, like, that makes sense. But we drove around for, like, five hours trying to, one, get the wheelchair, and two, get the pain meds. Um, okay. Which was a ridiculous experience. This whole fucking system is so fucked up, Eric. Like, <laughs> so fucked up. So, anyway, uh, yeah, like, I, I went back to the hotel, stayed that night, you know, Good time, just you know, chatted, took pain meds, <laughs> and then we went home the next day. And then I got home, and I didn't have the help anymore. And I was like, "Fuck!" Like, and I didn't say anything, but I was like, "I was like, I really don't like. I don't really have any food. Like, and I, I got a lot of pain." <laughs> and Greg's like, "You know, I'm just, I'm, like, I'm coming out like tonight." Yeah. She like flew out there. Like we were talking like midday, and she just flew out there. Like she's like, "I'm just gonna come out like today." Mm-hmm. And she just, like, dropped all her stuff and came out for three days to, like, get me, like, fully up to speed. It was, like, the nicest thing ever. Like, so incredibly fucking helpful that, like, whatever I, I you know, I just owe her yeah. one. <laughs> it, it almost makes you want to do the same thing for her if that ever happened to her. Almost. Don't know where you're going with this. I, I don't think, I don't know that you do the same thing for her. I think that she's a much better human being than you are. She, okay, so she is a much better human being. <laughs> there's, a butt, there's a butt coming. No, 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 no. You're, I mean, you're not, you're not like, she is like, she, like, I, I would, I would absolutely do it. But like, it wouldn't be like, I, I feel like I would, like, I, like, on a whim, that's really like a tough thing for anyone. And she's in school and working and like doing all this shit. She has a way hard time. Than I, but like, I would have to like, try to like, okay, like this day I can go. She like dropped out there on the same day, like, right. You know, which yeah. was incredible, like, incredibly helpful. Shout out to Greta. Huge shout out. She's much better person than I. No, but, like, yes, I would absolutely, like, go out <laughs> and, like, do the same thing for her. It's just, she just, like. She would never have this happen to her. She, she would, didn't even, like, think. Well, she, right. Okay, yes. Okay, that is also <laughs> a fair point. That's also a totally fair point. She 
She was also like, she was also like, I knew you were fucked up when you like you were like talking to me about like not coming out on Monday. Like I knew I was gonna like have to come out anyway. Like I could tell like you were like thinking this through, which I was. I again, the consequences hadn't really come to like my head yet. Like it was mostly when I was sitting in my room, like mm-hmm. and like running out of water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, damn, like this is gonna be really hard. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. right. And I didn't realize until we were just talking before we started recording that you are on the second floor of the house. So, yeah, yeah, so like food. And like the the roommate, like I there's like one here right now. He's super chill. Everyone's helpful like yeah. you know, doing what but like it's just hard. Like, yeah, you know, it's just a tough bad situation. I would recommend it. Uh, <laughs> you know, don't don't misjudge your 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 fucking like ledges or whatever you right. jump, just just judge them, measure them, get a tape measure, whatever you have to do. Like don't don't risk it. Be careful out there. So if you had to do the science on this whole experience, it would probably be down towards the bottom in the fucking trash category. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not like, the thing is, I'm not like, I'm not like 16, right? Like, um, this is not an experience. I'm 31 years old, like, and I did this Almost 32. Almost 32. But 31. Don't forget that that you're almost 32. I will be. It turns out, and you, you haven't even made a big deal about this. When I'm coming out to Vegas, which I will make sure that you break a bone, then uh, you you will be 32 at that point. Right, but at the time, 31. So <laughs> really, right. right in the middle of 31. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you round down 30, uh, closer to my 20s than ever. But exactly. That's Practic- the point. Closer to birth than death. <laughs> Even the doctor's like, hey. Maybe not the way you live, but for most people. Well, you know, I, it is. it does seem to be escalating. Uh, <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. Um, it's just bad time to do this. So, funny thing. my So, I called my mom. The, like, the second person I called was my mom. And she didn't answer that night. And then she texted me back. And I, I was like, uh, I'll just get back to you later. I don't want to tell them. And then <laughs> she texted me. Or she... I called her again. She didn't answer. Um, and then, so to this point, they don't know. <laughs> Wait, as of the time that we're recording, they don't know about this? Correct. Uh, okay, so it's been a, like a week and a half. Yeah, I don't want to like tell them necessarily. I, if I can heal fast enough to like never tell them about this, that'll be the goal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, we did talk off air about your superhuman Wolverine healing and how your bones are super bones uh, with yeah. no surgery needed. But, uh, I mean, is there a reason? Are you like... No, it's just... You just don't want to worry them? Well, I didn't, like, especially at first, like, not knowing, like, a lot of what was going on and what was going to happen. Like, I didn't want to, like... I didn't want to, like, get them all concerned. Like, my mom probably would have just got up and flown out to, like... <laughs> Las Vegas as well. Like, should you know, need help? Mm-hmm. Like, my yeah. dad probably would have been like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> you idiot <laughs> again. Like, have you done this to yourself again? It <laughs> uh, also, like, at the time, I didn't like. I figured work could be fine with it, but like, I also wanted to make sure that I was set to like fully be working and wasn't going to take any like time, you know, stuff like that. Like, understandable. Yeah, so I haven't fully like told them yet. So we'll see. You know, maybe I can get away with it for a few more weeks. You know, be back on crutches. Say I just broke one leg or something. Like not both. 
Yeah, nobody, nobody mums the word Markomaniacs. No tweeting at Ryan's mom. Don't deep dive my social media and find my mom. Like, <laughs> exactly. You know? Don't follow the rabbit hole of Ryan's TikTok into finding <laughs> Ryan's dad's Instagram or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, Please. exactly, exactly. So <laughs> that's that's what's uh, this is going on. What a goddamn whirlwind! I, yeah. I, so there was a subject that I thought for sure we were going to be leading off this episode. Episode, fi- thank you for <laughs> which quick aside. Thank you, everybody. Episode fifty for downloading, streaming whatever on apple podcast spotify stitcher pod catcher pod bean i don't know a bunch of different platforms thank you for listening for your listening to the youtube thanks for that as well you can find us on instagram facebook and that's pretty much it if you have any questions email us at hardmarkpodcast at gmail.com we will always unless ryan breaks a bone we will always start off every episode with a question from the Markomaniacs anytime we have that. Just a quick FYI about that. Uh, but I thought for sure that we were going to have a subject that I was... I, I had mixed emotions about it, mainly negative. And then when all this happened, that very much superseded everything else that I had been planning on talking about. But but Ryan, I don't... And I don't know how much you want to get in into this subject uh, on the air, but you were approached recently about... Having a second podcast. <laughs> I feel like this has been like <laughs> in your head. Well, okay. just eating at you a little bit. Like <laughs> <laughs> you'd love to think it would, but uh, <laughs> so after episode forty nine, after we stopped, we were just kind of like you know dinking around. Ryan was getting me the files. I was kind of updating the spreadsheets, etc. And he very fucking casually threw out this little breadcrumb <laughs> of like. Oh, my friends and I were talking about doing a podcast. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because when I think of the guy who does, who, who claims anyway, who claims that he doesn't like being the center of attention, and now he's like talking about having a second podcast, it, it floored me that he was just so, so cavalier about it. And, and like, apparently now you've told these friends after I've called them out. For fistfights by my pond that you have a podcast. I'm sure they've heard me talking shit about them at this point. Uh, you're putting me in a bad situation, Ryan. A, I have an exclusivity contract for you, for your talents. <laughs> yeah. uh, having a second podcast really dilutes the Ryan Murphy quotient. I'm sure some Markomaniacs, out of sheer morbid curiosity, are going to pick this up. They're going to hear how much of a real piece of shit you are without any editing. It's going to ruin our whole thing. So fucking just say whatever it is that you need to say about this goddamn other thing, and then we'll we'll try and put it behind ourselves. You might see how much of a piece of shit I am on this. <laughs> is this is this actually happening? No. So here, okay. <laughs> I think I think I think this is definitely more of like a like like this idea that just got kind of casted out there, and uh, we. I mean, but we we discovered it when we all flew up to Seattle, and mm-hmm. like someone spit it out of their fucking mouth. And we're like, that's hilarious. Like, we should definitely do that. Like, because we were sitting there having like two beers at breakfast, you know. Right. So it just it was fitting, and we were just discussing shit. Like, it <laughs> it could be a super fucking interesting. Like, if it ever got if it ever got going, just the the people behind the content could be like really fascinating. Like, okay, 
really fascinating subject matter for sure. But I don't think it'll ever happen. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone has like the drive to put it together. Like I, not even that I stay there and like you know, watch you put it together or anything. But like I, no one wants to fucking do that in our. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to do the editing or like actually put this up or like maintain any of the, you know, it would just be like thrown up there really poorly. Edit quality would be terrible. Like until like it got good, maybe if it ever got good, maybe someone would care. But like, I don't know. It just, I, it could, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Eric, I'll let you know fully if it's ever like, if we ever sit down with the headphones on and microphone in front of our faces, you know, and we record, I will let you know. And, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, not my idea. Not my idea. I'm not a guy who goes out and creates podcasts. I just happen to be a part of this like weird group that like you know likes to create. Pod- not it's you and like you know whoever came up with the idea. Like it's just this weird like situation I've been put in. It's not me. I've never once wanted to create create or be a part of a podcast. So. <laughs> But I yeah, mean, arguably, yeah. you could say that even right now. But uh, yes, I, I'm saying it right now. Like, right. He's, uh, but so it's, it's been a month. I checked the timestamp of our recording for last time. It's been a month since we recorded last. Wow. You're te- so it sounds like there's not been any forward momentum since you originally. There wouldn't be until probably like the summer. If we did decide to ever like record it, it wouldn't be until we got back together in the summer. So you have time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. If you want to, if you want to tear this apart, like <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not gonna like you know, you know, tear it apart un- unnecessarily you know, tear it right apart now. Guy. I don't, I don't think you would. I just think you know, <laughs> I build people up. Okay, I'm, I'm, right. I'm always, I'm always the one who's on top of the mountaintop. You know, bringing people up. I'm like a Sherpa through through Mount Everest. You know, I'm, I'm the guy who's like lugging people. I'm, I'm setting the trail uh, right, so that other right. people have an easier time. That's me. A true godfather of podcasting, and that's you know why we'll have you shout at our podcast every now and then. You know that that <laughs> that is where I draw the line. I will bleep, I will bleep out the goddamn name of that podcast. There is no free publicity until I know for a fact that you have started actually advertising your first podcast that that broke your podcast cherry. There will not be any advertisement of yeah, this yeah. secondary bastard podcast. Don't worry. I think I said this up, but like I, I promise. The podcast I would want to have out in front of the public's face, in front of like any <laughs> is is this of a podcast for sure? Like, I, I swear, like oh god, like uh, it's not even that be that, but it would just be like fucking stupid. Like, first off, it'd be fucking stupid. It could, it has potential to be fucking like hilarious. Like, I'm not saying it, it's just these people are like, I don't even know if they can get in front of a microphone and be funny. Like, you know, like. Like, I think, Eric, that's a talent that you can, like, get in front of a microphone and, like, speak your, like, you know, words, right? Like, you, they're well-rounded, like, you know, you know, the, I don't think they could do that. But, like, off mic, off, like, you know, it could be potentially, like, you know, if they can do it, good shit. I don't know. I don't think it'll ever happen. I, I have my, my doubts, but I, I will keep you updated. So and, you're and saying you know. that these other people are your Ryans? No, oh, fuck, I don't know how to answer that question. Because <laughs> <laughs> so much, there's 50% of this podcast is me just saying, hey, Ryan, what do you think about fucking yogurt? Or, hey, Ryan, what's your opinion on, you know, socialist, socialism? Or, you know, whatever the fuck it may be. And then just letting you go in fucking strange directions. It would just be like that, but like just bouncing ideas off of like okay. three people. Like, okay. 
No, but like totally different, totally different people. You know, like you have to like it's like no, I understand, but like I don't know. It could be brilliant. It won't happen. It'd probably be bad. Probably really bad. More likely. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's 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 it. But has been thrown out there as a name. We'll see. That's ble- that's getting bleeped. That's getting bleeped. There's no way nobody's going to hear that. It's, it's, a, just... it's a pretty good name. You know, I keep thinking about like, yeah, it's not, you know, there's a podcast like. It's, I mean, <laughs> when you mentioned it to me originally, I was so fucking aghast and taken aback mm-hmm, by this, mm-hmm. by this betrayal. It felt like, I felt right, like right. a jilted lover, someone who, like, you had committed adultery on me. In many ways, is how it felt to me. But I did, after you told me the name, I Google searched it. There, there were several podcasts that already had that name. No, taken. there's not. Yeah. No fucking Fuck, way. Have you fucking Googled it? That's like the first thing you do when you create a name. Like, does this name already exist? For really? It already exists. I'm pretty sure it does. Let me let me see here. So if you Google search the name of the thing, I'm not going to say the name of. <laughs> Be- that's getting bleeped. <laughs> so there is beers before breakfast. Not two though. And then uh, the breakfast beers. No, so, okay. That's... Yeah. Okay, Eric, you came on. Very, very confidently, they said, that name has been picked by millions of podcasters, and now you can't find one. I never said fucking millions. Eric, you, you exaggerator. Very, very confidently said that name is shattered basically like your ankles, and it, 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 nothing. You can't find anything. That, there's, there's beers before breakfast. That's not... <laughs> that's the differentiator. Okay, that's that's fair. I can't... Take it back, Eric. I'm not going to take I'm not going to take it back. Yeah. Uh, they haven't posted since 2019. You're probably okay. I it doesn't even if they posted yesterday it doesn't matter. We have a different name. You, well, you don't have a, you don't even have a podcast. So, we have so you don't have much, anything yet. Okay, but if we did, we had a, a very <laughs> different beers before breakfast kind of stupid like oh, I always do specific and it's laid out like I don't I'm going to have to bleep so much of this out. You're you're very sneakily trying to fucking snake the I'm, name of I'm this. Not, I'm not trying to sneak it. You just you just said, oh, like that name has been taken by so many people, and it hasn't been taken by one person. You, you... well, beer beers implies <sighs> two. No, it does not. It does. It implies it, 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 it's, it's at least two. Implies, it can, yes, it's more it than one. At least two. But if you say two, that's specific. It's getting bleeped. It's getting bleeped. It's. <laughs> It's right. It has its own place. All right. It's not many beers. It's not three beers. It's not four. That name is like a variable. It could hold whatever. Like two beers is is a set number of beers. I think this is the most you've thought you've given to any aspect of this fucking I'm podcast upset. project. I'm so upset now. I'm gonna have to like start this podcast. <laughs> all right. Like just so it can be on Google. You can finally say like you know. If you if you ever want to make sure Ryan does something, you have to fucking challenge him. Like fuck you, you're not going to do that. And then that's that's the motivation he needs. Maneuvering towards the grappling, uh, as promised on last episode, Ryan, for our fiftieth episode, not our fiftieth match. I think this is uh, match fifty-seven, but for our fiftieth episode, Ryan, I wanted to do something special. I wanted to give you a match that I thought you'd enjoy. So today. We have got ourselves a ladder match. That's right. That's right. You did mention yeah. that. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. Which is currently the only ladder match we've ever seen, number one in the ranking. But there's more to it than just ladders, Ryan, and we're going to get into some of those other elements here shortly. But let's discuss some of the participants 
of our contest here today. So first, first participants, we have the Dudley Boys. So you may be wondering, boys, that implies more than one, just like beers. Uh, and you, you would be correct. <laughs> so, so the Dudley Boys are a tag team. Uh, and on occasion, Ryan, you and I have watched some matches from Extreme Championship Wrestling, or ECW for short. Those matches usually have been a little bit more extreme, a little bit more hardcore, and more violent than your usual WWF fare. Probably most notably, or as far as ECW is concerned, is the match with Taz and Bam Bam Bigelow, where they went literally through the mat and fell through the ring to whatever abyss is underneath that uh, monstrosity there. So one of the big acts of ECW during their heyday was a group known as the Dudley Boys. And despite the fact that the Dudleys were all drastically different sizes, shapes, and races, they all shared the same father, the incredibly virile Big Daddy Dudley. So the Dudleys were comprised of nine men in total, and yes, I did have to Wikipedia this, including Big Dick Dudley... (laughs) Dudley Dudley, Chubby Dudley, Dances with Dudley, and Little and Little Spike Dudley, or LSD for short. But the most successful and longest lasting of the Dudleys were the tag team of Bubba Ray and Devon. Uh, you'll notice in the match, the Dudley boys will come out. Bubba is the white guy. Devon is the black guy. Uh, They made a name for themselves as notorious bad guys in ECW. They nearly started riots with fans. One of their trademarks was the use of the table. They would often take their opponents and slam them through tables. So that was kind of their thing. So after a few years in ECW, the Dudleys were brought into the WWF, and they made a name for themselves with their use of the table, often putting their opponents through them after the match had concluded or sometimes before ending in a disqualification. But the Dudleys were not the only tag team making a name for themselves around this time, as another set of brothers were also starting to develop a fan following. Uh, They were known as Matt and Jeff Hardy. Collectively, they were the Hardy Boys. So we got a couple of boys, the Dudley Boys and the Hardy Boys. Big 1990s trope, calling people the boys. The Hardys were a young daredevil team known for taking big risks during their matches, and the crowd loved them for it. The Hardys had actually been with the WWF since the mid-1990s, with the younger brother Jeff actually lying about his age and wrestling for the company at the tender age of 16 years old. The Hardy Boys, isn't that a... Like a mystery book? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah the Hardy okay. Boys yeah. were... Was yeah, that a playoff but, ad at all, or was that... Well, their real names are Matt and Jeff Hardy. Uh, mm. Bubba Ray and Devon, those are not their real names. They're not real brothers. But the Hardy Boys are actual real-life brothers with the last name Hardy. So it's I'm sure that there's an allusion to that, but okay. it is yeah, also yeah. their real names. Uh, so they both got their start as enhancement talent, so a.k.a. guys who were paid to take a beating and make it look good. As time went on, the young brothers began to impress fans, and in late 1999, they were finally given the opportunity to prove themselves on the big stage as they stole the show in a legendary tag team ladder match on pay-per-view. 
So from that point forward, the Hardys would be featured prominently on television, and they were paired up with a female manager known as Lita, who had been trained in Mexico and was known as a daredevil herself. This collective of the Hardys and Lita were known as Team Extreme, and they appealed to younger fans and anyone who loves a good risk taker, much like yourself here, young Ryan Murphy. So after their initial ladder match victory, the Hardys would become synonymous with ladders, and they would frequently be put in those matches as their specialty. So, so far we have the Dudleys, and we've got the Hardys. Everything clear so far? Any questions? But of course, Ryan, the Hardys and and the Dudleys, they would feud off and on over the course of several years, competing in a series of matches that would only escalate in danger. But both teams had a thorn in their side in the form of a third tandem of brothers that were also relatively new to the WWF scene, Edge and Christian. So Edge and Christian, they also got their start in the late 1990s as part of a group of pseudo-vampire goth guys. (laughs) This this is true. They would come up through the stage in a ring of fire. Uh, One of them would spit blood into the audience. It was a whole big to-do. Eventually, they broke out of those gothic elements of those characters, and they began to incorporate more pieces of their real-life personalities, namely being dorks that would make up words like awesomeness, they would wear comically oversized sunglasses, and they would stand in the ring like action figures for a five-second pose for the benefit of those with flash photography. They were bad guys, but they were kind of funny, comedic bad guys. So while Edge and Christian had competed in their fair share of ladder matches, they had recently adopted a new weapon of choice, the steel chair. So they invented a new move that they began to use to take out opposing teams, which was known as the concerto, where both Edge and Christian would swing a chair at opposing sides of their opponent's head, sandwiching it in a chair (laughs) on each side in the process. So... With these three teams all vying for supremacy of the tag team division, and with each team having their own preferred device of causing pain, how do you incorporate a match that's fair to everybody? Well, I'll tell you, you make them all legal. That's right. We're not just watching a tables match. We're not just watching a ladder match. And we're not just watching a chairs match. We're watching a TLC match Tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh my! Tables and ladders and chairs. Oh my! Tables and ladders and chairs. Oh my! So this sounds sick for sure. I'm, I am excited. But okay, so, so yeah, yeah. The table finishing move, and you had the chair uh-huh. finishing move on the head. You know, going through the. T- but the ladder, like, was there finish? Did they hit people with ladders? Did they climb the ladder? Because last ladder match we watched, they like had to climb the ladder for the. Like, what was their ladder move? So, you remember, at least fuzzily, a little bit, uh, the the ladder match that we watched before, right? The original, the number one match of all time, as as scientifically determined by Ryan. Yes. Uh, there was only... So, the ladder match, even though it happened, and that would have been in 1994, they rarely went back to that well. I think that they ran, they ran one more ladder match, I want to say, in 95... Then they didn't have any more until like 97-ish. And then in 1999, they did a tag team ladder match, which was Edge and Christian versus the Hardys. The Hardys won. 
And like that match was looked at as like, holy fucking shit. That was incredible. And so because the Hardys won that ladder match, the ladder kind of became like their thing. And so in matches where there weren't any like disqualifications or anything like that, a lot of times they would bring ladders out and like sometimes they'd use it as a weapon. More often than not, though, they would climb the ladder and just jump the fuck off of it. Like jump on their on their opponents from the ladder. Okay, okay, okay. So like okay. So that was kind of their thing because again, they're like daredevil daredevil risk takers. Like Jeff Hardy's probably one of the fucking craziest wrestlers in the history of professional wrestling. Okay. And so one last little note, one last little tidbit here before we watch this thing. So this match, not that it's a huge deal. I don't know. Maybe you have weird opinions about it because sometimes you do that. Uh, this match is happening in Raleigh, North Carolina, just as an FYI. That's great. <laughs> because <laughs> it's a perfect place to host this match. <laughs> Absolutely. And so Ryan's record as it stands right now, 31 and 25. He did lose last episode, but he's come, He's trying to bounce back, although maybe tricky because again we have three different teams so you got to pick who the winning team is among three not two okay so one team wins it's not a weird yeah okay and the rules are very similar to what we saw before so the winning team is the one who climbs the ladder there's going to be belts hanging from uh, the the tag team championship so they have to climb the ladder and grab it so there is a ladder that has to be climbed in this match. Yeah, so so yeah, it's a TLC match, but there is a ladder that has to be climbed. You have to climb the ladder, and you have oh, to retrieve okay. the belt that is hanging up above the ring. So it's not pinfall, it's not submission, it is climbing the ladder okay. and grabbing the belt. Okay, yeah. fuck yeah. A couple pieces of data before we finish this thing out. The other ladder match that we've seen, which we've referenced a couple times, Ryan was victorious in that match. Ryan is also 2-0, and oh, so two wins and no losses, in SummerSlam matches. So this is going to be the third match that we've seen that has taken place at a WWF SummerSlam event. And then lastly, as far as North Carolina goes, Ryan is 2-0 and oh in North Carolina. So a lot of, you know, positive premonitions from that standpoint. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Good. He he looks dis- he looks de- determined. He looks dis- determined to uh, to pull this thing off to get that W. I am. I am. <laughs> He's got his Orlando Bloom facial hair going. He looks fucking. He looks determined. I like it. Anything else, Ryan? That you're curious about about this match before we watch it? Uh, no. I think that's that answers it. Let's do it then. We're gonna watch that match. We'll come back to you with our thoughts. Stay tuned, and we will be right back, everybody. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh, my. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh, my. Tables, and ladders, and chairs. Oh, my. Now, the double chair shot. Oh, and to Christian. And this got knocked down by Bubba Bradley. Oh, my. Throwing that ladder right in the face of Jeff Hardy. Here he goes. Everyone's got to be seeing double here.
we're back. We're back after we watched that, Matt. Episode 50, a celebration of all things hard, Mark. Not a, not a, a bitter heart in the mix. That's not an expression at all, but I'm going to say it anyway. Everybody's happy. Everyone's jovial for episode 50. Uh, we just watched the, the t- first, the very first ever TLC match between the Hardys, the Dudleys, and Edge and Christian. What did you think of the match, Ryan? Very much. This fantastic. I knew match. I knew you were going to like it a lot. I mean, there's really not any way that you weren't going to come away from that. It's just like this is what okay. There's <laughs> I I don't understand why this didn't like pick up. This is like this is theater right here. This is like shit people pay to go see. Like this is <laughs> there's some drama on the side, but like mm-hmm. the the theatrics and the actual ring are fucking insane. Like. And you don't see it very often. You see a bunch of bullshit, Eric. Like, this shit is... This is real primetime 2000 ladder match wrestling. You know? And fuck everything else. Fuck the tables. Fuck the chairs. It's a ladder match. It's a ladder match. That's what it is. Don't even mention the tables and the chairs. I mean, are they... A little bit, but like, don't mention that much, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to mention them to an appropriate, an appropriate degree. But, uh, I mean, this was like, so as we mentioned, I don't think we mentioned it while we were, you know, before we watched the match, but during. So this may be the first match that we've seen from the year 2000, which was very much like at the very tail end of that peak of wrestling. I'd say at 2001, that's when things, once WCW went out of business, things started kind of, you know, settling down as far as wrestling is concerned. But, you know, this was definitely towards the height of Steve Austin and The Rock and all that other stuff and like you know the tag team guys Edge and Christian Hardys Dudleys they were just tearing the house down with these fucking insane matches uh, pretty regularly in this in this era but yeah it's one of those things like especially as I was watching it and like it's a great fucking match you cannot take anything away from anything that those guys did they were taking insane fucking risks with their bodies uh, as as you yourself can attest to with your you know two broken heels but uh (laughs) i will say those these types of matches it's like uh it's like candy like it's great in kind of intermixed with other stuff but when you just have that it's like too much and and you're you know you start getting cavities and stuff for sure, like, and I and I get that, and like placing this match eventually, like, I do want to, like, I get it, I get it. It's 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 just it's all theatrics, like it's it's just it's a lot of like crazy shit happening in front of your face really quickly, which makes yeah. it fucking awesome to watch, like incredible to watch. Mm-hmm. But I, but yeah, it, like this, I don't know much about like storyline or like you know. I mean, you saw the video, but yeah, no, but like, but like now, like you do, you do fifty episodes, and you start to see there's like this little like underlying, like you know, story. You just, you know, there's there's understory behind like all these matches and like what go, you know, yeah. like the the drama and like, but this is just insane. Like, you know, I don't think you can underrate how like it's, even in my ranking, like it'll be like you know, like it's insane match, Eric. It's a fucking insane match. Is it Absolutely. like technically? I don't know, but like it's wild. It's a wild yeah. match. You can't help but be entertained the entire time that you're watching. Any, a you non-wrestling fan would be like totally entertained by this, you know? Definitely. You could sit anyone in front of their screen and be yep. like, hey, watch this shit, and they would mm-hmm. be enthralled within right. the span of like a minute or two. Right. And, and you'd hold their attention throughout the entire thing. I, I totally, totally agree with that. Uh, as far as the notes, though... First note here, pre-match package highlighting uh, Edge and Christian being dicks to everybody, the creation of the TLC match itself. We also had a very brief cameo 
from Mick Foley, aka Cactus Jack, aka Mankind, uh, in that video package. Any any thoughts on that at all? Not necessarily about Mick Foley, but just the package itself. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you at least introduce to each of like the different teams. You kind of show yeah. how Edge and Christian are using the chairs. You saw the Dudleys are putting people through tables and yeah. like the Hardys using ladders and bullshit like that. But anyway, so we watched that. Again, this is the very first TLC match, and uh, Edge and Christian, they're out first. They are the champions. However, they are not wearing their title belts because those belts have already been hung up from the ceiling. Next, you have the Dudley boys clad in cam- camo, and then the third team are the Hardy boys who haul ass in. Don't even get an announcement. They just run right the fuck in there. I guess everything was happening so fast, and that's probably a, a you know running theme of this match. Did any of the teams kind of visually, when you first saw them, did any of them make an impression on you immediately? Not really. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I don't know why. Like, no, not really. Uh... So you had, in summary, the Dudleys are are like one black guy and one white guy. They're brothers, quote unquote, and uh, they're World Floor in camo. So they're pretty easily distinguishable from everybody else. Then you had the Hardy Boys who kind of like are wearing, as I described, My Chemical Romance Mm -hmm. gear from Hot Topic. And then you've got the Edge and Christian, the tag team champions who are, they look like California skater guys, but in reality, they're both from like Toronto, the suburbs of Toronto. Uh, But yeah. Uh, let's see. We'll just get right into the, the comings and goings of the match. Chairs are used immediately. I remember, like, the thing that really got my attention right at the start. Bubba Ray, he gets a chair thrown at his face, and then he's in the corner. And so Jeff's, like, running at him in the corner, and then he picks up a chair, and he throws it at Jeff. And just the sound of that chair hitting Jeff in the face, imme- within a minute of that match starting, you're just like, oh, fuck. This is fucking serious ass shit right now. Yeah, there was, <laughs> there was like several of those, but yeah, like to get it started, like yeah, it was loud. You could hear it like right off the bones, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right off, the, right off the bones. Yeah. But I did like, I guess going back to my, I didn't really pick up on it when we were watching the match, but they did a good job of like kind of giving each weapon a little spotlight in the match early on. So like it starts and it's only chairs being used. So you can kind of like escalate from there. So people are throwing chairs at each other, hitting each other with chairs, etc. Then eventually the ladders start showing up. You start getting ladders thrown in people's faces, etc. And then, um, after a little bit of that, that's when you finally get the tables introduced um, after that a little bit, which I mean, I think probably one of the biggest moves, well, I mean, this match was entirely big moves, but I, I know one that kind of caught your eye. There's a move that Bubba Ray Dudley does called the Bubba Bomb, where he kind of full Nelsons the guy, shout out to to the man of a thousand Nelsons listening right now, uh, he full Nelsons the guy. <laughs> And then he, like, picks them up and, like, slams them basically right on their tailbone, right on their ass. Yeah, yeah. I know you were wanting a slow-motion replay. We didn't quite get it, but... uh, I mean, I just want to see how that... Like, that move, to me, it doesn't matter if you... Like, you can can fake that move. It was done so well, and it's, like, from such great heights Mm -hmm. that even if it, it was just a crazy... And it looked well executed. Like, it looked good. And then, but I just wanted to see in slow mo like how they actually landed because if you actually land on your tailbone from the, it's gonna really 
really like you know like hurt i didn't i didn't see it maybe you know more about how that move is executed but like yeah i don't really know a ton about how that move is like executed i think it's just kind of a, a matter of you're taking you're taking an ass bump i mean i've seen guys now granted this has not happened a lot but but actually one of the guys in this match one half of the hardy boys matt hardy I one time saw him do a leg drop, which is a pretty standard move. I mean, Hulk Hogan used to do one every now and again, but it still fucked his back up. I saw him do a leg drop from the top of a steel cage one time. And like, he's basically said that I should not have done that. I should yeah. not have done yeah, that. I know. My hips have been fucked up ever since I, I did that. And that's even with the give of the ring. And so by this time, this is a 2000s WWF ring. There's a very famous match. We will eventually get around to watching this match. It's probably actually coming up in the somewhat near future. There is one match in 1998 that happens in the WWF where you can visibly see that the ring had no fucking give whatsoever. It was basically a boxing ring. And then afterwards, then it became definitely a lot springier. And, and like there's mixed opinions that the wrestlers have about, you know, it's easier on the back, but it's a little bit harder on the joints when the, when the, belt when the uh rings have a little bit more give to them so mixed opinions but for something like this probably a little bit better for the for the guys impressive uh let's see here there's a oh the teeter-totter so there's a point and i think you missed it originally and then you caught it on the replay there's a part where jeff hardy is climbing up the ladder and then he gets tossed off and there's two ladders that are very kind of precariously laying on top of one another jeff basically gets thrown off of one ladder lands on a ladder that's on the ground that is teeter-tottered on top of a third ladder which then that ladder goes up and hits his own brother in the face yeah just the amount of like ladders that were on (laughs) and what and what they were doing with these ladders like Mm -hmm. like that like just that is one of the biggest difference versus ladder matches like especially that very first ladder match that we saw where and we talked about this while we were watching it they had one ladder to use in that match if you fuck up that ladder well fuck you're you're out of fucking luck then cuz that's your one goddamn ladder and this they had like seven or eight ladders in total yeah. like strewn around the ring and they did fuck up some ladders in this one <laughs> oh yeah for sure i mean there was the one bit where matt hardy is like trying to he has edge laying in between the ladder it's like on its side like on the ground and he's just trying to smash it and then one of the little joints that's there to kind of lock the ladder in place it bends the wrong way and so just like this fucking jutting out bits of metal and shit and he's just still trying to smash it but yeah there were definitely some ladders that got uh fucked up in the middle of all this but uh (laughs) another highlight the everybody loves 2000s bud light commercials between the Budweiser frogs and the <laughs> and the was up guys, the Dudley boys, of course, have their famous headbutt uh, to the balls, nards, what have you, of their opponent. Were they a part of that commercial at all? No, shockingly, they never they ne- they never got a deal. But no, like this was the height of that phenomenon yeah. of the was yeah. up commercials. And so they just sort of adopted it because everybody fucking knew what it was. And so, yeah, D- Bubba Ray would grab the guy's legs and hold them. I don't even happy baby pose for any big yoga enthusiasts. He would happy baby them. And then Defon would usually go to the top rope. In this case, he climbed the ladder and then just headbutt right to the balls. Classic, classic 2000s wrestling. It was great. Yeah. 
and so at this point, so all these things have happened and more, which we didn't even get into, but all these things have happened. And then finally, that's when the tables get introduced. So the tables show up. Uh, they do a big 3D through the table. So that's where, you know, Devon lifts the guy and then Bubba Ray like slams their head through. You, you seem to really get some enjoyment out of that. Uh, I didn't, I was, not super focused on the commentary in this match. I think you, from what you heard, you appreciated it. They had a couple, like, it, I don't know, stand up, but they had a couple, like, good moments for us. It's just, it was just reiterating what had happened, but, like, in, mm-hmm. a, in a very solid wrestling kind of comment, which I, you know, just like, I, it's, I don't know. I would have to, like, go back and, and recall exactly, but it was just, sure. I, there was, a, there was a few moments where I was like, da- like, this is the kind of commentary where I, like, just real raw to the point, like, you know, hey, <laughs> Gonna kind of repeat it back, yeah. There was a quote that I did not hear upon this viewing with you, but I definitely picked it up in my initial putting together the notes. <laughs> right when Bubba's telling Devon to go get the tables, somebody, I don't know if it's J.R. King, this sounds like a J.R. thing, Jim Ross, Bubba feels some wood coming on. I, I didn't catch that. <laughs> I, I didn't either, but it was a good line the first time <laughs> yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. it. Jim Ross. Jim Ross, greatest greatest announcer of all time, sounds potentially. Sounds like it. I'm sure you've heard him on some of your Stone Cold TikToks. Yeah. He's usually the guy screaming Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. But uh, after that, the Dudleys, they begin stacking tables, curiously. What could this ever be for? They essentially form a table fort of four tables with two two rows of two, basically, is, is what it was. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sure nothing will happen bad to that stack of four tables uh eventually we've got some more chair shots a big 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 swanton bomb that's what they call it when you do the big front flip from the top of the ladder so jeff hardy basically is on i think i mean correct me if i'm if you don't agree with me that ladder that jeff was on outside of the ring that had to be like a 15 foot ladder yes I thought it was twenty feet. Like I thought it was. I thought there was like ten and twenty foot ladders. I don't know. I just thought it was like the first ones that came out were like ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought you said like they were out twenty foot ladder. So maybe fifteen feet. I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if it was twenty. I mean, somewhere between fifteen to twenty for sure. Yeah. But basically, he's on that, and like there was a point, and I didn't catch this upon my initial viewing. There's a point where he's climbing up, and then he starts hopping on one of the uh, one of the foot rails of the of the ladder. And the reason he's doing that is because there's athletic mats all over mm. the outside of the ring. And so he wants to dig it in so he doesn't fucking fall off and it doesn't tip over. So he's hopping on to kind of get the, the feet of this ladder inside. And then he's standing on the very tippy top of this ladder, not on the second rung, the very fucking top of this. And then he does the front flip. He tries to hit Bubba Ray. Bubba Ray moves, goes splattering through two tables and, you know, probably the most visually impressive. He was out for a little bit after that too, right? Like, yeah, yeah. He showed up the very, very end, yeah. <laughs> but that basically took him out for the duration of the, of the match. That would have been a great comeback. That would have been, that would have been, that been. And, I mean, and I didn't say this because I knew that this could be something that could be used against me. And, and I mean, this is a joyous occasion, so I didn't think that you would, this was, as we talked about, in North Carolina. The Hardy, the Hardy Boys, they are from North Carolina. So it would have stood to reason that, oh, Jeff's out, but then he, he makes this miraculous comeback at the end. But I didn't want you to get mad at me because I knew that the Hardys weren't going to win, so I didn't tell you that piece of information. 
yeah, I I was pretty detached from like who was going to actually win this. <laughs> I could we forgot to. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Halfway through, I was like, oh shit! Like I got yeah. like. I thought it might have been late. I thought you might have like forgot about it too. Like <laughs> I, to be honest, I I had, but yeah, yeah I mean yeah. that the win loss thing was very much secondary to just watching the car wreck that was this this match. Car wreck in a good way, right? Right. Um, and so then we kind of get to the end of the match. So as it turns out, uh, the the ladder, or excuse me, ladder, the table fort. Uh, comes into play. Bubba Ray Dudley starts climbing the 15 to 20 foot ladder in the middle of the ring. Edge and Christian show up. They, they basically shove the ladder over. So he goes teetering through. He clears one table entirely, completely unscathed one of the tables and just sails and basically crashes through the other three, uh, which was also very visually impressive. Um, eventually then Edge and Christian begin trying to climb the ladder. That's when Lita, Edge, uh, the Hardy Boys friend, their manager, whatever you want to call her, uh, she shows up. She pushes them over. Um, then that's when Matt Hardy is now trying to climb the ladder. He actually goes backwards through two sets of tables. So his back is to everything, which is probably the scariest bump because he's not really looking at where the fuck he's going at this point in time. And then as Lita's kind of consoling Matt, looking him over, that's when, for all of her troubles, she gets speared by Edge, and the back of her head hits one of the ladders that's on the ground, and it's one of those sickening little kid type of yep. moments that we were talking about where you're you're wrestling around with like your siblings and then they get fucked up way worse than you like I threw them into a wall accidentally like one of those types of situations and you could tell yep. she was really hurt edge is like down there for like a couple seconds like oh shit are you okay you can you can tell that's exactly what's happening uh, but she absolutely she had to have got a concussion from that there's no he way did, that she he didn't did, he didn't even go like a little bit light on that he went like full force like right into mm-hmm. that like like there's no doubt like he didn't she just, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and she was a trooper. Like she took it like oh, a fucking champ, sure. but for sure. But he got like totally carried away with that move <laughs> right there. Like, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, the spatial awareness was uh, <laughs> would yeah. have benefited, but uh, you know, sometimes that it's it's not ballet, Ryan. And then finally, the end of the match, you have Jeff Hardy and Devon Dudley. They're climbing up the ladder. They're both hanging from the ropes. Edge and Christian move the ladder, so they're literally just hanging there playing chicken. And then Devon gets, or Devon, <laughs> Devon gets kicked from, from the, the, the rope, falls to the ground. Jeff is hanging there. Eventually, Edge and Christian take a ladder and basically just like smash him with it to knock him off. And that's the point where Edge and Christian both simultaneously climb up the big ladder, pull down the titles, win the match, retain the titles. Yeah. I, I like the ending was meh. <laughs> in my, in, in my opinion, like, but that's what happened. Like, uh, sure. It wasn't a huge meh, but it was it was like less spectacular than yeah you know a lot of the other things that happened. I thought it was unexpected, but I didn't really know a lot going into this match about like it was fine. You know what? It's fine. I accept that. Accepted that happened. I was more just it was the view of what had happened that like was was pretty interesting. So, but yeah, Mm -hmm. it was. And the deck was stacked against you. I mean, it was a, it was a three-way pick, which, I mean, right, it's always... Right. I know you were victorious the first time that we happened, that that happened, the first three-way match. I will but, be uh, No, I'm sure you will be. I'm sure you will be. Well, let's uh, let's finish this thing out. Ryan's got his food out on his bed. Really <laughs> quick, 
What did what did you what are you eating there? By the way, what no, did you order? I just I so one, I'm sorry. I was trying to mute it, just like as I wanted to undo it so it didn't get like soggy. It's wings, but like they fucking okay. forgot my pizza. Like pizza? Yeah, they forgot my pizza. Oh shit! So now like, well, the, here's the nice thing is I'm just gonna hit up Uber and be like, I you guys fucked it up. Like it's a free meal. Like yeah, here you go. It's it's hard to do, but like it fuck Uber. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Greta. For a positive thing, shout out to Uber for a negative shit. Fuck Uber. <laughs> fuck Uber. Uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan's, I don't know where the fuck I was going with that. Uh, hit everybody, Murphy's Law. In a world without rules, in a sport where only the strong survive, there's one man who has the guts to lay down. Sheesh. Murphy's Law. I like the I you know Eric I apologize I was even I feel like I'm not prepared right now. Um, <laughs> I you know what I don't think anyone's ever expected anything more of you. I mean I feel like I've been able to like come up with something, but I didn't. Okay, so I I I just it could be a good thing. Well, no, I, I don't. I mean, it, well, shit. It's not on <laughs> brand for you to be a, for it to be a good thing, but it can be a good thing. It's just your main takeaway from the match. I didn't like how the match ended. I thought they could have gone a, a definitely another direction with, um, you know, having like the Hardy Boys return from that like huge ladder fall to the tables, and then like, yeah, he's gone for a bit, and then he came. And I thought he was going to, and also like where they were hanging from the belts, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that could have been like way better than than how they ended the match. That's like really my only complaint. Um, I agree. Like, That's fair. This, the storyline wasn't like that great, but the match itself was fucking insane. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, that I feel like they could have played off that a little bit more, made it a little. That would be my I guess my takeaway. So yeah, okay, yeah, no, I I can uh, I can get on board with that. That's uh, people would have gone fucking ape shit if Jeff Hardy would have come down from hanging with the with those belts for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's do the science. Science time, everybody. So 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 science time. Oh wait, hold, oh you know what I should do. Science time. Did you just? Is that? I just pre- came up with that. Is that pre-recorded or was that just now that you? Uh, I just have. I've got the mixer here. I can do that whenever I want. I rolled it back. That's good. <laughs> Ryan, perform the science for the individuals, please. So I. This is. This, this is, is God be, speaking to you, Ryan. <laughs> I. You know, having issues pulling up my spreadsheet. Um, I mean, a lot of guys have that issue. Um, you may be suffering from low T. What I would say is go to your doctor, say, I'm having trouble getting my spreadsheets pulled up, if you know yeah. what I mean. And, uh, and they'll <laughs> you go. You know what I mean. And, <laughs> and, Never tell you know, your doctor the truth speaking code, like, the whole time. Yeah, exactly. They it, yeah. They, they really, yeah, my Microsoft office isn't quite performing to the <laughs> level that it used to. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think, I mean, just off the top of my head, like, it was a great match, and I really liked it. But you're right. You're right. I thought you made a totally fair point. It's candy. It is definitely, like, a, you can't have too much of it. But it was... I... I Who do I have, like, 10 to 12 right now? Oh, that's... I mean, I'm not arguing with you on any of this. Yeah. Uh, because, again, this is episode 50. I'm in a good mood. I'm not in an yeah. argumentative state of mind right now. I yeah. am surprised that you're ranking it this low. There, there just there was no background to it, and I think that's that's part of what you have to like. To, right. And even even like even just strictly wrestling, like 
You know, mm-hmm. like, it's, this is Japanese wrestling? No. Like, it's just, <laughs> this is ladder match wrestling. You know? Ryan Murphy like, wrestling purist on episode yeah. 50. What have so, I done to him, ladies and gentlemen? It, great match, man. I loved it. I really did, like, I, I, you can't not, like, watch this. It's impressive. Those guys put everything out there. But, like, mm-hmm. I would say, like, I, I need to know who's 10 to 12, and I'll kind of, I would say it's around there, maybe that. Okay, that let's area. see. 10 to, 10 to 12. So the current 10... Uh, this is in the towards the bottom of great number ten is at the current moment. Uh, that's Bret Hart versus Mister Perfect. Uh, that happened in Madison Square Garden. Uh, mm. I don't know if there was anything that was like very vivid in your mind about it, but it was a great fucking match. Uh, maybe and for me, and this is a weird thing to say out loud. Maybe the most vivid memory I have of the match. Uh, they go back and forth. They're fucking slugging it out. After the match, Bret Hart triumphantly wins the Intercontinental title, and then he strips Mr. Perfect of his singlet after the match uh, and then holds that as a trophy above his head. Uh, but uh, really fucking great match. There was some ball kicks and stuff, but uh, really, really good. 11 is Sting versus Cactus Jack. That was Falls Count Anywhere on the Gulf Coast, uh, where they brawled outside of the ring all sorts of places. Cactus Jack took a lot of bumps onto the hard concrete that were just fucking insane. Uh, And then 12 is Andy Kaufman and Jimmy Hart versus Jerry the King Lawler, which is a very early episode in in our run. So that's 10, 11, and 12 right now. That's tough. tough. It is tough. It is tough. tough. Number yeah. number nine. Number nine. Chris Champion versus Don Valentine. You Was that fucking, really? You fucking piece of shit. That's when you were mad at me for during episode 20. And, uh, I, made a, I made it a spite? I think that's a spiteful... Uh, you think yeah, it's that's a spiteful your, review? That's, yeah, I do. I do. Don Valentine was somebody who I claimed that you could actually wrestle better than him right now without any training. He was awful. <laughs> he was the worst wrestler we've seen of any <laughs> any match of this goddamn run. And then the match finished. The ending move of that match was a karate kid crane kick. Sounds awesome. Sounds like it's ranked appropriately. And he got the fucking dude kicked him right in the jaw because it's like, okay, you don't know how to fucking take any bumps. I'm just going to kick you in the mouth. And then that'll be the end of this fucking thing. Um, I think I'm going to go 11 on this one. New Just 11. Put it kind of in the middle. Um, okay. I'm gonna, that's where I'm going to put it. That's where my heart's at right now. That's where my legs are at right now. My feet. <laughs> yeah, your feet, your broken heels. It's, yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a great match. I would, you know, you take anyone to that match, you know, show them a little wrestling. You take anyone there. Wow. I am, uh, honestly, I thought this might be the new number one when we watched it. Oh, no. Like, or or before we watched it, before we watched it. but No, I kind of knew, like, it was, I mean, if there's, like, multiple, lad- like, a ladder match is a special occasion, right? Like, I thought, like, initially, like, there was one ladder, and I saw it the first time, and, like, I fell in love. But, now, there's multiple, and they're great, they're great. There's multiple ladder matches, they're great, they're awesome, they have their, their, their place, but... You can't rank them all like number one. You're the the first one. I think you see holds a special like that. Might have been like initially my number one. It could have been like if I saw, it, but yeah, there's that's fair. Know, it's uh that match holds a special place. These matches are good, but you gotta like bring something else to the table too. Like you know to get wow. to get up to that ranking. You know. So. Wow, we'll see. We'll see if anything else cracks that number one spot. I thought I thought we had a a new number one, but apparently not. We got a new number eleven. I can't argue with that. I could, but I'm not going to. Uh, I don't feel that strongly about it. Where would you place it? 
Yeah, you know what? Actually, well, so so taking your the the Chris Champion Don Valentine match out of the equation because that's bullshit. <laughs> taking that out of the oh. equation, fuck. I might put it twelve. Oh, so pretty pretty close. Yeah, twelve twelve seems good to me. But yeah, I'd be very close to where you're putting it. Actually, yeah. looking looking over everything, like this is a super fun match. And like you can remember the bits that happened in it, but I was, it I wasn't invested in the story of the match so much as I was just enjoying the yeah. carnage of the match, which is a different experience for me. Agreed, agreed. Uh, so yeah, I think you know what I'm on board with that. What a what a ranking, Ryan! You got it, you got it right, you got it right. It's time, everybody! It is time. Hopefully, you did not get sick of this gimmick already when I did it. But I'm going to do it again because this is what I fucking do. Because it is time for Eric's Wisdom Tree. How's that sound on the microphone? Probably pretty weird. Um, I, part of me want. Ah, I have so many good wisdom because it's been a month, Ryan. We haven't seen each other in the well sort of in the flesh in the virtual flesh for a month i've got so many things that i've added to my list of wisdom i'm so much more filled with wisdom than i was a month ago so it's hard to come up with the one thing that i want to do i think okay here's what i'm gonna here's what i'm gonna do because we haven't had a whole lot of controversy and maybe you're uh, on board with this ryan i don't know but i'm gonna say something it may be somewhat controversial to people I don't I'm putting it out there episode 50. You got a fucking balls to the wallet. Alcohol does not improve food. I'm so sick of people always feeling like they need to put booze in food. If I want to get fucking oh, drunk, oh. I'll get drunk. I don't need like fucking rum infused chocolate. I don't need bourbon maple syrup. I don't need fucking vodka cranberry. That's not a thing. But like, I don't. I don't need alcohol in my food. It's a separate experience. So, so first of all, I thought you were saying like being drunk doesn't improve like like food like quality like right. I kind of okay, but we're not talking about that. Well, it, which is which I would never say that because yeah, okay, when you're drunk. There are some foods that are just fucking heavenly. Oh, for sure. Like, you can't, like, that was kind of a bad argument. But I was going to say, like, maybe you go, like, if you get high, like, food tastes different. But, like, okay, fine. We're not talking about that, yeah. though. Right, right. I, yeah, like, I did. I disagree, but not, like, passionately. <laughs> uh, I just think, like, if you pour, like, some red wine into certain dishes, like, it really soaks up, like, that, like, kind of, like, rich, dark wine flavor. I'm not, uh-huh. like... I don't, but like, I agree. Like, in this, like, people like beer battered brats. Like, I don't know how much you get the beer, like, in the brats or like, like right. vodka and your shit. Like, what? I, I don't know how much you, like, I don't <laughs> know how much you, shit. like, whatever. Like, I, I, I think, like, for like wine really, like, does do something. Like, I cook with, with wine when I, like, cook certain dishes that I like. And I think the mm. wine makes a huge difference. I think. Okay, sure. Maybe it's just my head. But, but have you tried it without wine? No. This could be a big ploy from big wine. But but it 
Right. No, it could be. I'm not passionate about my disagreement. I'm just, I just disagree uh, with like, <laughs> with like the fact that like, I think alcohol like can like flavor foods, but I, I, but yeah, especially with like liquor and stuff, like, like you put like weird stuff into like, like liquor into like chocolate or liquor into like your, I don't know, just like anything. You, I, wine has a special like thing, right? It's like, <laughs> It's you cook with it. It it has a rich flavor. Other alcohol, I don't really care for. I don't care for like the beer brats. I don't know what it does to it. I don't. I don't know what it does to it. I don't know that I can't taste the difference. Like, right? Yeah, I, I've made brats with beer before, and like they were great. But I've never tested it without. We yeah, also like, make like shepherd's pie. We have a shepherd's pie recipe where we always add like a can of like not even good beer, like like yeah. shitty beer usually. And like I'm sure I could probably make a shepherd's pie that was just as good. Without beer in it, more than likely, probably. Like, so I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not guilty of this same thing, but like, I will. Here's what gave me this idea. What kind of put this this thought in my brain? And so we didn't even talk about this. Maybe we'll get into more in depth on this subject next episode. But I was recently in Mexico. It was not that long ago that I was in Mexico for a long time, just a couple of days. And one of the 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 treats that I found at a local bodega was uh and like i'm not making this up this is real it was called a nun fart mm. god and so <laughs> if you could Just... only see ryan's face at, at the yeah. me saying nun fart but uh it's just like a little chocolate truffle thing and i and i eventually i bought one i bought a bag of nun farts and i had one and then I was like, "This, there's something about this that I can't quite put my finger on. And then I looked, and it's like, oh, there's a little bit of alcohol in this. And it's like, did that alcohol make this chocolate better? Or did it just, like, unnecessarily booze up my chocolate? So, like, that's my stance. But you, I mean... <laughs> it's like 0.01%. Like, do I really need a taste? I don't drink alcohol for taste. I drink it to get fucked up. <laughs> there's enough for you to go back and be like, hmm, that's... That's interesting. Like, there's something to it, obviously. Like, right? Like, yeah. What is it? Is it is it a good thing, or was it like, oh, it's kind of like. I mean, I, like, I didn't feel like it improved the taste of the chocolate. I would have been just fine just tasting chocolate, but because I tasted something that wasn't chocolate, that inspired me to look at the bag and be like, so can't nuns not drink? Maybe that's the thing about a nun fart is like it's like a play on like nuns and not being able to drink, and they just put some liquor in there. I I got a whole backstory about it from an Argentinian girl. Uh, I don't. I did not retain any of this information. <laughs> Apparently, too many nun one. Farts. Yeah, too many. Too, too many. Nun, I got fucked up on nun farts. I was huffing nun farts all weekend. Yeah. Uh, I like how you didn't even bat an eye when I said nun fart. You were just like, oh, ugh, Eric. Like when I when <laughs> I said it, I was like something you'd fucking buy. Like. <laughs> Don't blame this on me. This is like a, a Mexican commodity. This is yeah, like a thing. Yeah. Everyone knows about it. But anyway, so that's that's my wisdom. Alcohol, like, can it potentially improve food? Probably, but we don't need to puck, put booze in everything. It's unnecessary. Let's tone that down, everyone. Okay. I don't want to – I know we're rev, but I think you're being a little dramatic with your like, – of course we don't put booze in fucking everything, Eric. There are so many booze-infused things. There, there's okay, but not that many. Like some things are a lot just of things for fun, and then other things I think do make probably taste better. And then 
like you know, those done parts were just fun, dude. And then now you just want to shit on them. Like there's no more booze like, in food today than there ever has been in the history of the world. How do you quantify that, Eric? Like, I'm just fucking saying. I'm putting it out there. Just, I'm, I'm just fucking saying. debunk me. If anyone says I'm wrong, debunk it. I want to debunk this so fucking bad. Like oh, yeah. you do right now, and then in five <laughs> minutes you're gonna forget that I ever said it. I know. You're just gonna eat your fucking chicken wings, and then like wipe your hands on your pants and then that'll be or you'll wipe your hand on your own napkins, on your Eric. boots all right you're gonna no. wipe your hand on your boots and then got, forget all about I it all right i don't like eating wings i don't like eating wings because i now how am i gonna browse my phone like you know it's it's a i'm supposed to have pizza with this and this is a side dish now it's my whole fucking dinner like the, the the hits just keep on coming for ryan poor 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 ryan over here but that's it i think that's the episode unless you have anything else to say about my alcohol thing no no i'm done I mean, fucking rebunk, debunk it if anyone can. But I will. I will. There has never been more food cooked in the world without alcohol. Absolutely. Right now, at this moment, than ever in history. That's the, that's the most bullshit statement I've ever heard in my fucking life, Eric. There are infinity maple syrups with bourbon now. Infinity of those. I mean, you just you keep, you keep going. You keep going. What? What? What do you mean? What, what? Like? What do you? What do you mean? Like? What? Infinity of those? Like, what does that even? What does that mean? There's Eric? countless. Like, if you just Google search like bourbon maple syrup, you'd find but a fucking. There's countless inf- maple syrups without booze. I never said that there was. Okay, I'll. Not only is there you more did, foods, you did when you said there's so much more like food cooked in alcohol than there has been ever at any time in history. That's yeah, what there, you I, said it, I stand by that. I stand by that. There is more food now that is available to purchase that is cooked with alcohol than any time in history. I stand by that. But There's also more food in general to purchase than is ever in any time thing, in history. Eric, you know what you're doing with this. That's You can't fucking kill It's food per capita, Eric. <laughs> I'm being inundated. The only food here... You know what? There's one beverage that I've really, really fucking liked that had booze in it. Uh, Elliott Bay... Uh, in in Lake City, where I used to live, they have a um, a beer infused milkshake. I never tasted beer in it. I never ordered it because it had beer. It, oh, Why? And, and I remember me and Heather brought my nephew there, and we were like, "Hey, can we get one of those? Is it okay if he has some?" They're like, "There's beer in it." And I was like, "Well, fuck! I've never tasted the goddamn beer." And so, and so then, not only can I not order it, but then I was made to feel like a fucking bad uncle because I couldn't feed my nephew a beer infused shake that you can't even taste fucking beer in. Should have just gave it to him. I should have just given it to him. I should have just rubbed There's it no on. Beer <laughs> Despite the fact that he was like eight, I should have just rubbed it on his gums. Well, this is how we this this is how we <laughs> yeah. learned, everybody. All right. Well, that was episode fifty. I hope that this did not disappoint. I hope that you come away thinking that oh, what a satisfying meal of audio cream I was just given. Uh, stay tuned for us. We will be back uh, May fifth. Wait, that's Cinco de Mayo. We got to do a thing mm. for that. I don't know what. Yeah, we'll be back uh, with less Ryan injury content, presumably. I guess we'll see. Ryan, please don't fucking hurt yourself anymore. No, I'm good. I wanted to get it all out, and I feel like I'm just going <laughs> to 
heal quicker now. Like exactly, the rest of his recovery is going to move along. Yeah, the rest of his thirties will be smooth sailing through calm seas. Uh, but we will be back on Cinco de Mayo. Fuck, that might actually impact my match selection for that. We'll have to wait and see. But if you are not hard, everybody, get hard. Once you get hard, stay hard. That's all, folks. Episode 50. Coming to Yeehaw! Coming to Yeehaw! <laughs> Good. Do you put a butt plug in a dishwasher? <laughs>